Today is a special day, everybody. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. It's July 2nd, 2022, and the time is actually 2.22 p.m. Today is World Sports Journalist Day. Man, I'm having problems speaking today. <laughs> World Sports Journalism Day. I didn't know this existed. I saw it on Twitter and said, hey, I'm a sports journalist. Someone should honor me today. So I decided to honor myself because it's the last day. <laughs> this holiday was created in 1994 by the International Sports Press Association to celebrate its 70th anniversary. So I'm not a member of that association. I don't know. It's weird. I don't, It feels weird to me to pay to join a gang, to pay to join an organization. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm too old school. Maybe I need to put my pride aside and get friends and network. But that's another story for another day. Oh, man. But sports journalism, man. What can I say? It's been a big part of my life since I was seven years old, I would say. Um, you know, growing up in Northern Virginia, Alexandria, to be exact, on the highway, Janelle Avenue and Buckman Road, you know, we played sports. I remember as a kid going to the Buckman court and I would be playing basketball with my friends and on the field next to us, my dad and my uncles and their friends, they would be playing soccer. So it was like, oh, the old generation, they're playing the most popular game in our homeland, Ghana. And then the new generation, we playing basketball, you know, the most popular game in our era. So sports has been something that I always loved, but journalism came to me like at uh I would, I would say I was seven years old in 1998 my dad it was one day I was having too much fun watching a lot of tv my dad said nah man you got to do something else so he had a newspaper he gave me the newspaper and told me to read and of course as a kid what are the things that I was attracted to the most the comics in the style section and then sports and I was, I couldn't believe it. Like, wow, people get paid to write about sports. And then, oh, people get paid to talk about sports on TV as broadcasters or, you know, radio personalities. So based on that, that moment when I was seven, I knew I wanted to be a sports journalist. I loved sports and I was like, man, what other way would it be to make a living why not do it about something I love, writing about sports? And I've been blessed to be able to be a sports journalist, make a living writing off sports. It's a blessing, man. Like, for me to get this far, I'm 31 right now. So for me to dream about that at seven years old and actually be doing it right now, it's cool. And I got to salute my dad. I got to salute my mom. They always encourage me. They always push me to try to do my best and whatever like thing I could participate in. Like when I was in high school, I participated in the um, NABJ, the National Association of Black Journalists. They had a journalism workshop for high school students in the area through NPR. And I was participating in that as a senior in high school. I was an intern for digitalsports.com where I covered high school basketball. I was a sports editor in high school, sports editor at college at Norfolk State University two times. 
so men. And then now just being a writer for World Soccer Talk, having my own website, doyenwave.com. That is doyenwave.com, D-O-Y-E-N-W-A-V-E.com. Check it out. I'm writing every day for a year. Started on June 23rd, which was actually National Typewriters Day. So, hey, I've been getting my clickety-clack on. Every day's a holiday. Bless up. But, yeah, man, sports journalism has been great. It's come a long way, of course, since I've been a kid, you know, watching local news, uh, watching local sports shows like uh, the George Michael Sports Machine. Rest in peace to the OG. That's one of the best shows ever. Uh, you know, growing up, listening to Tony Kornheiser's radio show, reading Kornheiser and Wilbon in the Washington Post, uh, loving Slam Magazine with Scoop Jackson, Lang Whitaker, all those guys. Um, the Page 2 ESPN era with Bill Simmons and Ralph Wiley, Skip Bayless used to write there sometimes, even Jason Whitlock. It was a lot of good writers over there. Um, you know, Grantland had some good writers, so it's interesting, though. Even though I am a journalist and I always known I wanted to be a journalist, my favorite writers are rappers. You can say they're journalists in their own way. They're reporting and documenting what is happening in their environment, in their society. So I would say if I had to say who are some of my favorite writers, I would say, man, it's hard. I always tell people I want to write like 2005 Young Jeezy, like just that witty, humorous, quick, sharp, direct, straight to the point, not trying to be poetic, just telling it like it is and bringing a charisma and style to it. That would be my dream. So I guess if I had to say my favorite writer, 05 Jeezy, also 97 Biggie. I'm sure you love how specific I am. That's the nerd in me. Uh, <laughs> who else? 2015 Future. Um, 1982 Prince. A great writing. Uh, man. Yeah, I would say that's my pinnacle. Uh, maybe 93 Snoop Dogg. I gotta salute Snoop. Uh, who else? Who else? I would have to say maybe, oh yeah, 2005 Kanye, Late Registration, my favorite Kanye album. He was snapping on that. But yeah, those are some of my favorite writers. If I had to say my favorite journalist, it's hard to say because like like I said before, Wilbon, Kornheiser, those were the writers that made me see like, wow, you can make a living writing about sports. But if you ask me, oh, what's your favorite article about them? I can't tell you. I'll be lying. So if I did have to say who my favorite journalist was, I would maybe have to say uh, Bill Simmons because Book of Basketball is one of my favorite books of all time. He was like the first person I ever heard as a podcaster when I was in high school. Um, you know, he helped start 30 for 30, a great documentary series. Um, he had Grandland, which was a dope outlet for writers to get their shit off and show that hey you don't have to work for somebody your whole career you can have your own entity even though ESPN owned it now he's doing it again with the ringer but it's less about writing and more about podcasting which is cool you got to follow the wave of media but for me with doing wave my goal is to combine 
the classic blog era rap aesthetic of, you know, trying to inform people on the cool songs, different things going on, but combining the aspect of journalism, writing, still using print as a force and, you know, informing people because the written word is still important. I think that's still the number one most important way to communicate because words, video clips, those can get edited and cut up in translation. Shit, words can too. If you just take out a paragraph without the whole context, but a written, the written word will give you the fullest context. I think it gives you more of the, the best picture you can get. So that's why I'm still committed to writing. Yeah, I'm a podcaster too, but I'm still a journalist. I still get my clickety clack on. I'm still a writer. And you know, it's interesting in this debate of um, new media, old media, you know, you got Draymond Green calling uh, Kendrick Perkins a coon for some reason I don't understand. And people are mad at Skip Bayless and Stephen A criticizing them. And I get it. I feel like new media, old media, they all the same. Like Draymond Green is doing the same thing everybody else is. It's just he's still an active player. That's the only twist to it. But I feel like for sports journalism and journalism to evolve, it has to get the trust back of the people. And that's hard because the fake news era went stupid, man. <laughs> a lot of people got manipulated into believing bullshit still to this day. And in a lot of things, sports, uh, politics, society, whatever is going on, religion, whatever, you can get finessed if you don't do your research if you don't do your due diligence, if you just going to people to believe things without doing the research, you're already lost in the game. So, hey, man, media, sports journalism is in a weird place, but I think it's going to get better. Debate culture geeked it up for a while. It's still going through it, but eventually it'll get out. I hope to have nuanced conversations about sports, music, anything I'm interested in. That's what Doing Wave is about trying to get away from that shock jock and debate culture and having informed educational conversations. Yeah, we're going to have debates too. We're going to bullshit, but it's going to have more nuance, man. Isn't this, it's not just going to be, oh, it's a feeling. No, <laughs> LeBron isn't clutch because he doesn't have a clutch gene. No, show me the numbers. What's the truth? Don't just tell me false claims you've heard. Where is the information? Cite your sources. That's Journalism 101. Cite your sources. This is in barbershop talk where you can just be lost and loud. Give me your proof. So that's what we have to go back to. Using the ethics of journalism. It's been blurred recently because bias has been allowed to take the forefront of people's opinions. Because in the past, journalists weren't allowed to be biased. You had to be fair and objective. Now, in turn, in turn, because of people like Bill Simmons, the fanboy niggas that became journalists and writers, no disrespect, shout out Bill Simmons, but hey, we got to admit it, he produced a lot of geekers. <laughs> it's, a part, it's a part of the game. Yeah, he did good, but there's some fuckery that's going to come with it. And a lot of times, it's a lot of misinformed people or lost people that don't have the total picture trying to write or talk about something that they're not fully educated in. That's why we need more black journalists, for real. Because if the NBA is 70 plus percent black, if the NFL is 70 plus 
percent black if modern music especially hip-hop is the most popular genre and that's a black dominated genre we need more black journalists more black media publications more black entities and that's what doing wave is about and i hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the last Dan, kind of a special edition because i didn't even know today was world sports journalist day so salute to y'all have a blessed weekend if y'all got any journalists that y'all fuck with shout them out on twitter social media whatever and just spread the love man we need media a lot of people try to act like the media is the bad guy but if the media didn't exist how would we know these things are going on if the media didn't exist with sports and all music entertainment would it be as big without people documenting them and covering them and bringing light to them no so let's work together man all everybody media uh the society the people that you're covering let's all come together man one love bless i don't even know why i said one love i sound like an old school homie rambling i'm out y'all church tabernacle <laughs>